folks, one of the Redneck Country Podcast. You are on with Real Redneck Tom Millard, and of course, we've got the almost guy, Real Redneck Bill Tom. Bill, are you there? I'm here, and uh, it's a beautiful night for a podcast. It is a beautiful night for a podcast. We're mm. finally out of the woods of the bad weather, I think. I think so. You know, my air conditioning hasn't stopped in two weeks but yeah you're, you're absolutely right <laughs> right i turn mine way down at night and then i find myself the next day because i'm working from home at about 9 30 and i'm going hmm i'm getting a little bit chilly right about now i think i set it down <laughs> to like 67 66 67 67 when I, go, shh, shh. I won't do anything uh, 73 is, is <laughs> what mine said <laughs> 73 why even have one what do you <laughs> no mine's, mine's 68 what's the point of that Mine's 68 in the daytime, 66 at night. Nobody Holy smokes. What's the sense of having air conditioning? If you don't but I'll it. tell you, I, I get a little bit chilly, so then I'm sitting here in a hoodie. <laughs> 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 but I do like it at night. 67, pull those blankets up, put the fan on, let that cool air hit your face. Yep, 66 at night with a ceiling. 73? Would you, you're, you're punishing your family. Hey, Don, it's glad to hear that you're on the podcast. I know that your son hasn't introduced you yet tonight, but I think I'm going to say, hey, he, he jumped the gun. We, we went through this. He's trying to ignore me. <laughs> we are on i don't even know what day it is bill of covid lockdown and grandparents coming and and homeschooling the kids well they can't go to school and i'll tell you what we were just having the conversation jen feels my pain do, she do knows what away? i go through all day <laughs> is it is it time yeah. to leave the the neighborhood nest <laughs> you come come on on my way there's a, there's a house for sale on my road. It's coming up for sale in a couple of days. It's got a nice, nice long driveway, nice garage. I'll tell you what, if it to... wasn't 10 times what it should be priced at, I'd probably be <laughs> <Yeah>. there. <laughs> I don't even know what it's going to go for, but I bet you're right. I said in this yeah. housing market, I said to my wife, we, we should sell our house and move into my parents' basement. But after this COVID gig, that, that ain't going to, now we know what that would be like. Yeah. Yeah, so where you'd I'm save, sure your dad would kick you out in a week. No, he wouldn't have the power because they'd, they'd love it too much that we're there taking care of him. It would be more the money you saved on selling your house at this time to put away until the market crashes, you would spend on lawyer fees. Yeah. <laughs> I guarantee you. So, yeah, yeah, sitting beside me is patriarch of Redneck Country, my father, real Redneck Don Millard, and yes, we know his mic is hot. It is, and I'm enjoying it. <laughs> Good evening, Don. I'll tell you How what. are you, Bill? Fantastic. Having a nice cup of tea and uh, sitting out in the sunroom, so... It's going to be a good night. I've got a couple of good things to talk about. I need some. I need some help. Mm-hmm. Well, I've I got do. the topic this week. I know. I know you do, but <laughs> I, I need some help. Well, we know so. that you and Dad both. You guys should get couches and your fake PhDs, and away you go. I tell I you what, you can help that. each other. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I was thinking about that. This being our therapy session for for the night, and and I, I I'm going to go there right away because I know that we got lots to talk about tonight. But my help is anxiety. <laughs> Here's, As here's if you have head. anxiety, too much anxiety. And, and, and this is what the anxiety is over. I have not backed up my boat into a boat launch in about six years. And I'm afraid I don't know how to do it anymore. See, that's where you and I differ. <laughs> Ooh, now I feel better. Now I feel better. <laughs> you got chest. it out there. Everybody, everybody in Bill's area code, have some patience. He's just gone on the record. And now that he said that, yeah. you must have patience. <laughs> I tell you, I, I, the, that the, the anxiety you, really? is there. 
I don't oh, even I, care. I'm just super like, I'm anxious. Doot, doot. Here I come. <laughs> super I, anxious right now. There's so many things that are going through my head about this, this boat. My boat is 98% done. I'm, I'm going tomorrow. We'll talk about this in a minute to, to Cabela's to look for a new fish finder to upgrade from a 1986 technology to something that might have more than just the goldfish brand fish going across my, my screen. I'm looking for a, <laughs> a between a, a Lawrence and a hummingbird. I haven't quite decided. I can yet, see you now here. Fishy, fishy, fishy. <laughs> that's what it is. It, you know, it doesn't tell me where I'm going. It tells me where I've been. And there may have been a fish there six months ago. I don't know because the technology is so slow and old, but I'm going to go for an upgrade. Yes, so, on your way home, it beeps up and says, well, that lake was 42 feet deep. <laughs> yeah. This is where I'm, this is where I'm looking for a little bit of an upgrade from my, uh, old school technology that, that came with the boat but so and now they I'm don't, starting they to don't worry make about, them to help you back a boat in the water i should well, just, that technology is not there yet how do you know that <laughs> <laughs> so here's I Google. So I I, this weekend my my goal by the end of the weekend is to do a, a road test of the of the boat motor trailer just to make sure that it's not moving around, shifting, and I've got everything done. And 90% of that time is going to be spent in the church parking lot down the road, backing into parking spots, because that's oh, how much anxiety I have. You're going to actually hook the thing up to your truck. You're going to drive it down the road, and you're going to back it up in a church parking lot versus actually going and backing it into water. You've already done the hard part, Bill. You've hooked it up to your truck and you've driven. Now you that, just, water part? is Going the forward, next step. I have no problems but, with But why not put it in the water? Yeah, I'm with, no, I'm not ready for that yet. I got to know <laughs> I can back it up into a spot. And not, baby steps. Baby I, I steps. understand your dilemma, Bill, because for, oh, hunt eons, years and years, we towed a trailer weekends, holidays, and I could back that sucker in anywhere, just slick as a whistle. And then we didn't go for years and years. And now to get in a truck and, and have a trailer behind, I know what you mean. But guess yeah. what? When you get my age, it gets real easy because there's always people around and they look and they say, is that old guy going to back that in there? And you always <laughs> get somebody step forward and say, hey, would you like me to do that for you? Yeah, sure. Will you? Go ahead. And it's, it's Good I've grief. seen, you know, the trailers, you want to back a trailer, my brother can back a trailer. He, he drives a trailer in the back of his truck for hot tubs every single day. Guaranteed that he will have no issues whatsoever backing the trailer in, yep. around corners, down hills whatsoever. But I used to, you know, go to the rodeos every weekend with my tent trailer, having to back into whatever. I used to take my boat somewhere before rodeo almost every other weekend. So no issues whatsoever. But I've got a six-year lag between when the last time I put it in the water myself and now. And that gap is so big that my family hasn't been there with me to put the boat in the, tra in the water. So now it's drive the <laughs> drive the, the van, back the boat in, has, figure out how to get it off the trailer without sinking the whole thing. In has the, in Hunter the got his license? A driver's license? Yeah. No, he's only 15. Yeah, good enough. <laughs> yeah, <cool. laughs> Anxiety taken care of. And he'll be ecstatic. Whole <laughs> other thing to worry about. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've seen my dad. He, he's no help either because he says, Hey, I've seen all these videos of the guys down in the States when the, they're back in their boat in. And, and, and the next thing they know, they turn around and the boat motor trailer truck and, and everything is underneath the water. And everybody's there watching, laughing, filming it on their phones. <laughs> no, no. You tell me the anxiety isn't there with that. Oh, come so, on. This is my couch session. I just, here I just do it. it. I just go. Okay, Bill, here we go. Like turkey hunting. <laughs> Throw 
the decoys down. <laughs> Throw your anxiety down and just do it. Back in the I know that you are so careful and methodical that you won't sink that boat. If anything, you'll just get halfway down the boat ramp and be like, I'm close enough. Yeah. <laughs> you'll get out and go, oh, it, I'm, I'm not I'm not even on the water yet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is where I'm at. So I've said my piece on public record here. <laughs> we, if anybody is in my area, but the other thing that's the problem Dude, here. And you want to help build back a boat in the water, give a <laughs> ring. <laughs> the, the other thing that, that levels my anxiety is that the local marina is closed. The one that I can go to, it's a public launch, beautiful launch, lots of parking spots. Because of COVID, it's closed until I think the, Define closed, like just a chain across it or cement embankments? Because if it's just a chain, it's not really closed, Bill. Oh, no. There's a guard shack to get into the, the compound parking lot. Oh, it's I was going to say, there's like an empty place parking. for you to practice. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, that's it. But no, it, uh, it's uh, super closed. So the next one closest to it is in Cooks Bay, Cooks Bay Marina. It's a, but they're... Their deal is you need to book a time slot, and their time slots so you are know, granted. You've got a certain amount of time, a right. window to get this thing with a lot of people windows. lined up watching. You got it. It's a five minute window. You need to book your time at nine fifty-five. Okay, okay. And by ten o'clock, you need just, to be out of there. Just boat picture park, this, and I know park. you didn't get this at the end of your career, but at the beginning, your new rider, you're getting down in the chute. Here comes the chute boss. He's told you three minutes ago, you're next. Are you ready? Go. That's all you got to picture. Like, I remember yeah. that. You ready? Let's go. Let's go. Come on. Let's go. Get this thing going. Let's go. Move. Move. Let's go. Nod your head. Nod your head. We're turning them out. <laughs> yeah. That's well, all you got to do. There you are. Pressure. You perform under pressure. Boats in the water. Just like that. Boats in the water. Yeah. So is my truck trailer and everything else. So <laughs> hey. <laughs> At least you tried. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you'd be my next phone call, Todd. I need your put, truck to pull put mine your out. life jacket on before <laughs> you start backing it in. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Everybody be like, why is that dude got his life? Oh, oh, that, oh, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> Good so, thing he wound his window down ahead of time. <laughs> so I think on the next podcast, I'll report out on how the road test went. And the one after that is going to be the, the actual <laughs> next, next weekend for sure is going to be putting it on the water. <laughs> yeah. That's too funny. So, there you go. Uh, that was my week of anxiety, thinking, holy smokes, now my boat's done. I'm actually going to have to take it out of the driveway, put it on the water. <laughs> See, I didn't even have to ask what you did this week. Now we no. know it was just spent stewing. Therapy, therapy 101. It's been stewing for all day. I said, I, I got to get this out on the podcast tonight. Somebody's got to help me with my issues here. <laughs> if anybody wants to help build back his boat in the water, reach out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that's it. Oh, that. goodness so, gracious. Don, did you get your tires put on the, the car? I did this afternoon. See? This afternoon. I took it for that's a run. It's it's a little smoother. It, uh, it, I don't know, it just seems a little smoother. And uh, I went up, I got over there, I went along, I went the highway, and I booted her up. And I got her up to 110, still smooth as silk, no shimmy, no nothing or other. I thought, well, oh, that's good to go. So I brought her home, put her in the garage, so I'm good to go this weekend. Cruise anyway. Nice. And the new alternator, oh, my gosh, that battery's just charged right up. I can, I can crank it, and it starts on a dime. It's awesome. And now you can actually enjoy it without fear of yeah. anything. Right I'll now. tell you what, those tires are big. 33. Bigger than the other ones? 15. No, they're the same size, but they just, well, they look bigger, 
Maybe, I don't know, because they got fresh tread on them or something, but 33 inches high, which, okay, I roll 37s on my F-250 with a six-inch lift, right? So you're not much further off. There's a lot of guys running 33s as mud tires. So these things are 33 inches high, which comes all the way up to the back of the darn bucket on the thing. And then 23 and a half inches wide. 21 and a half. 21 and a half? 21 and a half. That's, That's freaking crazy. wide. Yeah, that is wide. Yeah. Now, the guy says, well, how much air you want in them? I said, I'll put, put what it recommends. He says, well, you know, your car's so light, it's all motor. He says, uh, you're not going to want them, the max. You'll make, you want them uh, air down ride. a little bit. A soft ride. And I said, yeah, yeah, put whatever you think. Just give me a soft ride. So anyway, they were all taken with. They had me back out of the shop and. And park in front of the shop, in front of the sign. Move here, move there. Taking pictures for their website. No, that's good. That they put put those tires on that car. So I don't know, be on Facebook or their website or something, I guess. But well, that, that yeah. size of tire is almost a tractor tire, so you put calcium in it instead of air. And- <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, they're awesome. Yeah, I had a really nice cruise down the highway. It runs smooth. So good deal. Good to go for the weekend now. Yeah, and I saw some really neat pictures of a new musket on uh, online too. I don't know if that's part of your conversation point today. Oh, it's not really, but but yeah, I put a new stock on my gun. You shoot it yesterday? I did shoot it. And there is zero, and I mean zero, felt recoil. Like, uh, Dad, you shot it. Yeah, there's no recall. Like nothing. And, and I'm shooting some hot shells. Like that's because I'm young and stupid, and right? So I've shot guns with recoils and, and you know, all them soft kicks and everything. And the, and the gun moves when you shoot, like the recoil. But on Todd, and he showed me, when, the, when you shoot, the stock goes in and out, but the cheek piece does not move. Yeah, your face because the yeah. it's like a stock lock, right? So your cheek it, that for everybody listening, if anybody knows PFS it, precision fit stock is what they call it. I call them Robo stocks because it, it looks like a bionic arm on the back of your gun. But it, yeah, it's so the 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 cheek piece with the recoil it doesn't move because it's got a shock built in. But the, the gun comes into your shoulder, your cheek piece does not move. It's not part mounted to that like to the shock the shock is below it so your 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 face never moves it the gun comes into the into the butt pad into your shoulder and that's that so it's really weird and i have it set really soft so that it well, really eats up it. all the recoil yeah like well, cause i, I, I had a recoil because i know that well, for the recoil i know on my wife's gun when i locked that into my arm you my shoulder, pull it in I, you probably pull yeah, it in yeah. right I pull it right. Well, only her her shoulders are like her arms are smaller. So when I'm pulling it in, into my shoulder, I'm compressing that to yeah. almost the bottom. So this one, can you set the? Yeah, you can. Uh, you can set it. I got it set really really soft, and I don't I don't pull it in. Like I don't tense up and I and do. squeeze it in. I shot yeah. a couple shots with it, but I've got it. The dad shoots a way longer pull. Like I've got her down to thirteen and a quarter inch and I length pull of my pull. What? I pull my gun in tight, and yeah, when I went to pull it in tight, I could move it. And I thought, oh, okay, I got to hold it a little lighter here. But I did. I hit the I hit the first target out, no problem. But that was after Todd made the adjustment too, because he discovered like I was here when he measured it, and I held it in place, and he did all the measurements so he could get the stock on exactly the same as his old stock and make all the adjustments. And he found out that it was still higher than his old one, so he took out a spacer out of each uh, stud there, 
And then he was smoking them again like he normally does. Hmm. So it's, he's got her shooting on. And then he handed the gun to Bill. He said, here, go, Bill. Bill, he smoked the first two targets out with him. He didn't want to stop. He was looking for an extra <laughs> shell. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. hammered him and fast. Because it shoots high. I mean, it's still shooting yeah. high like it, like I did. But I was shooting really high when I figured it out. But then I was like, no, nah, it's still too high. So you I took it out of it. Did you? No, they didn't have a doubles trap set up. I'm, I really I'm interested wanted. how that's well, going to go. I'm, I want to go. They got sporting clays this Sunday. So I'm fixing to take her out. I just got to yeah. talk some other shooters into it. Patriarch. Yeah, well, depends on the move. Got to move my grandson back to St. Thomas. So, I tell him I got a time when that happens, so I don't know. So anyway, uh, yeah, no, it, it's pretty cool, man. Like, it, it you don't, it, it, it is weird, though, because the gun moves and your face doesn't. I'm just not, the recoil, I'm just not used to that. It is really bizarre. But it is cool. It's really soft shooting, and it's it's like uh, infinite adjustments. But, I mean, once you get it set, you get it set. But How does it feel it for weight in comparison to... It's about the same because I had the Gracoil on my old gun. So with yeah. the wood, the wood's really light, but you put that Gracoil on, the Gracoil's pretty heavy. So this stock is about the same as my my old woods, my walnut stock with the Gracoil on it. Yeah, so it swings the same and the balance points are all the, yeah, all, all pretty the much, same in pretty your much. mind. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, like well, there wasn't a whole lot different there it, other than just the way that it, it handles that recoil. It comes back in <laughs> and then it looks freaking awesome, I think. Yeah, it looks good. <laughs> Some it's guys really think good. it's ugly. It's a matter of taste. I think it's freaking cool. And we were shooting good. We were shooting really good. I shot a 24 and a 23 in handicap, so that would have been a 47 at an inner club. And Bill was really pleased. He shot yeah, three, new shooter three Bill. scores in the 20s. He's had a 20, He's really two 21s and a 23. Starting to step her up. A, he would have had a 44 nice. in the inner club, and that's the best he's ever done. So he's coming too. So we were all shooting really good last night, and it was fun. That's good. A good visit. It was a nice evening. It was hot. Though. Oh, the, the weather was beautiful for. It was a little muggy. Being out there. A little humid. Yeah. Well, we got there and it just finished a big storm. They said it. Oh, was, there you it go. It was just pouring rain and just rain coming off the roof and over the eave troughs. And when we, it didn't rain all the way up for us, and then when we got there, it had, it had just finished, and then it was nice. We were there the whole time. It didn't rain. It was a it was a beautiful night. We were all shooting really good. So enjoyed it. Mm. Todd was pleased with the gun. Everybody noticed his gun. Everybody was always oh, getting chirped. His case about it, and he was getting that chirped. thing's ugly. <laughs> so I didn't hear. Any I said, "What do you mean of, it doesn't uh, have a mirror on it?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of course, he I didn't hear so any many. numbers out of your corner, though. What, how'd you do? I don't. Well, the first round, I don't know. I was uh, I was can't. high the first round. I think yeah. I ran a, a twenty-four on my second round on my singles. Mm-hmm. And then my caps uh, wasn't as as good. I've been I I've, I've been straight twenty fours in the caps for the last four or five weeks. I think I was like a twenty one or a twenty two. Yeah, but, but you got a new setup. You got it's going to take a feel, bit right? to get used to, but I hope not yeah. that long. That's why I said I want to get out to sporting clays and, and be able to shoot it and just shoot as much sure. as I can to get used to it. But make sure I want to keep uh, it. Practice should be fine. I think so. I think so. Is there uh, a thought that you may want to not keep it? I don't know. I don't think so. It just, we, uh, yeah, you just don't know. It's not your comfort, right. right? You switch it up like that, like the the wood stock and everything. I know how that gun comes into me. I know how my cheek feels on it. Now, my it my everything should be in the same place, but it's plastic now or like a hard yeah. polyurethane. It's a different feel. So that's going to take a bit to get used to. There you go. Soft wood versus a, a hard polyurethane or whatever, but yeah, 
But yeah, no, no, no. I don't know. We'll find out. I know it's got resale value, so that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Yeah, I mean, it's not cheap. I, I don't even know what they'd be brand new to get here. 2400 I think they said, yeah. by the time you get it, get it oh. shipped up. But So, no more turkey hunt. Now we're done, which we, is okay. I saw two, two turkeys today, actually. Uh, on our way home from the gun club? Oh. On the way to the gun club, there oh was one gosh. by himself, middle of a field. Middle! <laughs> nothing for hundreds of yards all the way around him. Full strut. It's just standing there. And then on the way home from the gun club, there was about 14 hens and a big tom right in the middle of them. Full strut. Now, oh, you geez. stinking jokers. Yeah, that's just the way it is, right? The, week the season's before, over. They get a, they get a calendar, and yeah. they can't figure... Yeah. Before we're standing there shooting trap, then all of a sudden everybody started missing because a, a flock of turkeys came out of the woods right to the right of the trap house and just sauntered across the field right towards what, like the way we shoot, the direction we shoot, a field over, and just took their time crossing the field. A big old Tom showed times. up. It was still season. Everybody, Everybody's going, You going to go get that, Todd? You gonna Everybody go get was missing their turn and watching the turkeys and people were yelling, stop watching the turkeys, watch the targets. And they, yeah. the gun club owned the land. I'm thinking, man, I, I could just sneak around the backside. But yeah. Yeah. But yeah, turkeys are over. So I've got, mm-hmm. I have got what I think is a topic that just came to me. And I, I didn't tell you what it was. I didn't tell Dex. That's our MO. Like it's we're like we're sitting around the campfire just just chit chatting. And this would be something that I would call you up, Bill, and I would just say, Bill, do you consider yourself a hunter? Do I can? Yeah. Absolutely. Are you a hunter? Somebody myself. says, Are you a hunter? Uh, the gathering part of that is a little bit different, but the hunting is definitely in my vocabulary. <laughs> it's to me, it's all it's all one and the same. We're not going to break it down. Are you? Do you consider yourself a hunter? Okay, so then, are you a are you a fisherman? I am a fisherman too. Are you? A, are you a shooter? I would classify myself as a a shooter. Yes. Why did you hesitate? Because I don't do it as much. But you hesitated. So when I said, are you a shooter? You, what, what were going to be your options? Uh, yes or no. <laughs> Black and white? Not, maybe no. I, I dabble in shooting or, well, well I, I own a for gun. For me, no, it, it, it's not, it's not, it's not a black way. Am I a shooter? Yes, I am because I've done it and I, and I, I consider, I'm sitting right beside the, the, the Terry Jordan wall chart here in my, 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 uh, sunroom. I've invested in, in the sport from uh, clothing, time, ammunition, uh, better, trying to better myself in it. The only thing that I hesitated is I'm not actively a member of a gun club and I don't go weekly like you guys do. So yeah, there, there's a defining uh, difference between am I a shooter or not? So you're a shooter. You consider yourself a shooter. That's a good thing. So I, the way that you just described that, it would be the same if I said to you, are you a cowboy? Yeah, yeah, there's no hesitation there. I mean, there, there was a time I, I was more more active in the rodeo world than, than I am. Well, now, once a cowboy, always a cowboy. Uh, in my mind, once a cowboy, always a cowboy. Right? The mentality's there. The the fact that the, you know the trophy saddle and the buckle doesn't make me a cowboy. That, it just reinforces the crap out of it. It reinforces <laughs> the, the activity, right? <laughs> I got pictures says I did it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hospital bills. <laughs> I thought it was interesting when you said, well, the other half of that being a gatherer, like hunter gatherer, I'm a hunter gatherer, yeah. 
but I'm not as successful at the gathering because I <laughs> gather stuff along the side of the road. And I was on a walk today, and here were two beautiful wrought iron lawn chairs in really good shape, and I'm only a block <laughs> away from That's my a truck at the end gatherer. of the walk. Dad, are you a redneck? <laughs> and, 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 and I thought, man, I'm going to get my truck, and I'm going back and get those chairs. They're they're perfect shape. So I got back to the house, and I jumped in the truck. I drove around the block. And here's two ladies loading them in their car. You I got missed. beat. Uh, you got rednecked. Yep. <laughs> you plum got rednecked out. <laughs> so my gathering isn't as successful. I was going to say, because crap shows up here every day. I got to take pictures of them, put on Facebook Marketplace for them. And I'm just, yeah. that's right. So like, yesterday it was the club. Today, you didn't get the I chairs. I didn't get the chairs. <laughs> and I wanted them too. They were nice. They would have went at my yard perfect. Uh, oh, you weren't going to flip them or clean them up and no, sell no, them? No. Oh, you wanted somebody's junk. That yeah. You got out redneck. Okay, so, Dad. So, are you a hunter? Oh yeah. Are you a fisherman? Yes. And are you a shooter? Oh yeah. And I and I can say that with confidence because I'm even branching into other disciplines. I don't do handgun, but I'm a shooter. Yeah, it's boring. Sporting clays, skeet, <laughs> trap. I'm a shooter. Right on. So why? And, Sorry, Bill. Yeah, I was just going to say what. Where did you? What what led you down this 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 question? Okay, path? so I think, and 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 I mean, other people will be able to to back me up on this or tell me otherwise. But there's many people, I believe, that are on Facebook or on social media and stuff that are in the hunting groups and the fishing groups that maybe have bought a shotgun, own a shotgun, but they like don't get out to the gun club that much. They hunt, but they maybe only hunt once or twice or they're not successful at it. Or they've hunted a lot for four years, five years, and never, ever shot an animal. And I know there's lots of those people. And if you ask them, are you a hunter? They would probably go, mm, you know, and it's kind of like me. So I have guitars. So since the age of, when did you guys buy me my first guitar? 10? Oh, I don't remember now. Eight, 10 years old. I took lessons. I quit. 15 or 16, I took lessons. I quit in my twenties. I took lessons. I quit, got the, the bug to collect. So I now have, I don't know if my wife's not listening, 14 guitars, 13, 14 guitars, oh. something like that. So we showed him how to do his own laundry. He quit. We showed him how to make a bed. He quit. Are you a quitter? Yeah, yeah, I'm a quitter. So I, I collected guitars and then I dabble with the guitar. I, I pick them up and, and I know enough to be dangerous. I can hold my own at a campfire. And then, uh, but I, I, I took lessons again, I don't know, five, six years ago. And I quit because my guitar teacher who was really good actually. And, and he would actually just hang around after I'd pay him an hour to teach me. And then he'd be here for another three jamming with me. And, and it'd be like midnight before he left, but he had to, he moved away retirement package and, and moved away. So I lost my guitar teacher. So I quit. So if somebody says to me and they do, cause I got guitars hanging on the walls and that. So when I get on the calls from work and we get on video call or something, somebody says, Hey, there's a guitar back there. Do you play guitar? I'm hesitant. Yeah. I don't say I play guitar. I, well, I collect guitars. And so recently I've found a site and a, a guitar teacher online, which there's a million of these things popping up and I've seen them all. I have even done them before, like six years ago, the Marty Stewart thing and, and a whole nine yards, you get DVDs. And back when DVDs were a thing, maybe it was 10, 15 years ago and you get DVDs and you follow along, but it's, it's a little bit different. I got rock band that 
you can, or not rock band, um, I don't know, rock smith, that is actually, you play a real guitar. And that is probably the coolest thing ever. Like if you want to learn guitar, it's a really good instructor shit thing, but this is not a guitar podcast. Regardless, this is where I got the idea. So I recently got an email spam thing and it was a video and I happened to watch it. And it's this guy and he says, do you, do you consider yourself a guitar player or do you just dabble? And this really spoke to me. And I'm like, he says, when people ask you if you play guitar, do you say, yes, I'm a guitar player or do you shy away from that? Do you want to say, yes, I'm a guitar player? And if you do, then blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Bill, <laughs> I subscribed. <laughs> you subscribed? <laughs> subscribe. that, that marketing pitch got your attention so much that you subscribed? No lie. And I look for these stupid little intricacies that are like, is this a spam thing? And I did the, the research and the reviews and all of that. Now, and the price point was did, right. And everything you, else. And he spoke to me, Bill. He spoke you, to me. Subscribe because you wanted to change uh, your perception uh, or, or people's perception of what you do from dabbling to playing. I want to say I'm a guitar player. I'm not a dabbler. I thought about it and I thought, you know, in between shooting and fishing and hunting. Well, yeah, you need something else to occupy your time <laughs> I with. Have some time. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I I own. 14 guitars from what i, I understand need to be able to play you need, better. from what i understand what your dad says it's it, the time is the dishes the laundry yeah. the cleaning Wait, up the bill. <laughs> oh lord yeah, so <laughs> but here's my here's my theory and hear me out here is so when it so he spoke to me because i thought what stops a lot of people from playing guitar is probably they don't want to spend the money to buy a guitar I've already done that 14 times, Bill, on nice guitars. So, I don't know why you're speaking so silently on this particular <laughs> subject matter. but I've been told, any more come in, one must go out. That was three ago. <laughs> but regardless, so at some point, she just loses track. You can't tell which one's which. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I flip She's one. an accountant. She can count. <laughs> so regardless. So I thought this guy, it, I watched the video and it really did. It spoke to me. And then I thought, you know what? So I, I did my research. I took the time. I waited. I molded over for the night. And I thought, I have the guitars. I can do this because he also said that it's only it's every day you go online and he's got a video there for you to progress for the day and you only need 10 minutes 20 minutes half an hour a day and i'm like i can do that i get a lunch or at night or whenever when the podcast is over i can do that and and then i'm gonna progress and so i signed up and then i got thinking you know what this is so true because then it evolved into a guy posted on Facebook and he said, show me your dream shotgun. And it was right after I had just signed up for this. And I, so I'm like, really? And it was on one of these Facebook groups that has like 25,000 hunter fishermen on it, fisher folk anglers on it. Right. So guys are putting up there. Well, it's my 870 and it's my Mossberg 535. And I'm like, dude, we're talking dream shotguns. And so I'm like, I like a dream shotgun would be a Holland and Holland side by side custom made for me that takes a year and a half. And I've got to go to England to be fitted for this thing three times before it's complete. And I get to pick out the Turkish walnut wood. That's going to go on my gun and yada, 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 and all this. Right. So I'm like, 
Holland and guys were like, what the heck is a Holland and Holland? Like, I'm, I don't know what they Google it, my man. And you now have your eyes open to a whole world of shotguns. You probably didn't know about. <laughs> so, so anyway, I posted that. And then I thought, wait a minute, all these guys are mentioning this for a lot of guys. I probably already own their dream shotgun. I have a nice Italian made Caesar Garini. And I just had put this precision, precision fit stock, the PFS stock on it. Like this thing looks like a machine. And now with that stock and the gun, it's a combo and it's probably $10,000. I've got this gun now, right? By the time you buy it, you put the stock on it and the other stuff, the choke tubes and everything else. Cause you got to have Mullers. So, I took pictures and I said, you know what? I actually, I, 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 I digress. I already own my dream shotgun and here it is. And I put a guys are like, and it was me flexing a little bit, right? Cause Hey, check this out. Check what I got. And I, and, and a guy said, that is, and I said, you know what? I have to say that this is my dream shotgun because if I don't say it's my dream shotgun and tell myself already it is then that's my excuse for missing targets. And you can't have an excuse or you'll miss targets. There's just, you have to believe that you have everything you have, everything you need. You've got the mental side, you've got the gun, you've got the ammunition, you've got the skill set to win. And if you don't, then why are you even showing up? Sell the gun and go buy the gun that you believe you're going to win with because you've just defeated yourself by thinking if I could win, if I had that gun and that's not the case. And so then I got thinking all the guys on here believe that with their guns. And then some though, I know would think, you know, if I just had this, I could become a Turkey hunter. If I had that, I could be an actual deer. When people ask me, I could say, yes, I'm a deer hunter. And you know, I, the, the, the funny thing that, uh, it comes from that conversation is the upgrades that I've made in my turkey hunting game this year. I, it was in the, the, the hunt shed prior to the season. I looked at my decoys that were, I don't know. 20 something years old. <laughs> well, it, we talked actually, about this, right? <laughs> yeah. It, it just, just about that old. When Delta first came out with the, uh, the collapsible decoys that, that Delta made cool decoys? The How old are you? It was no, my pro- <laughs> this, is what, this is what I'm saying. Delta had a beautiful set and I, I bought two hens uh, and, and, and the Jake and they, they sat in my bag and I hunted over them. I shot turkeys over them, but I upgraded my, my decoys to some beautiful full body decoys and I never saw a turkey until I put them in the shed. So I'm not sure what that says about the need for upgrading the equipment. And, and, I, and I truly believe that we are in a world or in a replacement mentality anyways. And I don't like well, and the I think that that's we, the we thought can't process. be satisfied with what we have, yeah, right? That's the thought process for everything that if I just had this, I w- and so I've talked to, to big time shooters and they'll tell you, and I mean, there's a whole study on it. You can get into the psychiatric uh, side of sports, right? Where the id has to match the whatever, the ego and everything's got to be level and you have to. But I think a lot of people lack that ego side. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I definitely do not lack that nope. ego side. <laughs> that point of your street triangle uh, approach here is certainly not missing. But that side of the triangle is a little too big, which is one of my downfalls. So it has to all be equal. But I believe when I, because I've asked people, oh, so you're a hunter. Well, yeah, I got my license. Now, I believe if you want to be successful, 
you got to put, put it in your head that you are a hunter. You got your hunting license and you're going hunting. You're a hunter because if you don't, you're not going to make it happen. That doesn't mean that you can't be satisfied. You can't be wanting something different. Oh, absolutely not. You know, if, if I have, uh, I don't know, pick a, my, my, my Remington 870 and I want to, uh, upgrade that to uh, a rifle Benelli. that Super Black you know, Eagle well for, you know, as an example but that doesn't make me any less of a, a sportsman doesn't like make me any less no, of a no, conservationist no. doesn't make me any less of, of the guy that wants to get up at 3.30 in the morning over and over and over again until he makes something happen that's right make it happen but there's so many people that would that would have the mindset that well I'm only kind of a hunter so you know I'm not going to do it I believe that because I've asked people oh you hunt and they're so intimidated when you ask that. And they're like, well, kind of, because are they think I'm going to ask them to back it up? What have you shot? Show me. Yeah. <laughs> that's well, right. but that's, the, but, that's the, the social media mentality when people have is it, they get intimidated about if I can't provide the, the photo evidence, it didn't happen, which I've heard said before in jest. You know what I mean? But it said it said in jest on, on uh, having a good time sitting around uh, having a chat. But people do get defensive of the fact that maybe they haven't shot something. So they're embarrassed to say, if they're oh, I'm just I'm just starting. Guaranteed. I'm just, I'm just, and and that, that, that's us as, as ambassadors of the sport to promote. Hey, it's OK if you haven't shot. Tell me what you've done. Let, let's talk about it. You know, maybe. Maybe you're 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 wearing uh, the white beard and 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 glasses, and you're scaring all the birds out of the decoys. Yeah. So that that, that's exactly it, right? And have that conversation and learn. And so, to me, the biggest thing was your the way you shot your turkey. If somebody does it, and and I, this is just me talking, but if somebody doesn't have that confidence that hey, I'm a hunter, they're going to go out, they're going to do what they've maybe watched on TV or what they've been told to do, sit there and call, and if nothing comes, that's it. They're not going to make it happen. Head back to their car, drive home. Still don't think they're a hunter. They say, hey, you're sitting in the woods. You're a freaking hunter. That's it. But full, full stop. Go get your license. Go sit in the woods. Now you're a hunter. You have hunted. So then you got to have the confidence to make it happen. And I think that is what drives a lot of people's success. That there's a lot of people that don't get success because they don't have that confidence to do that. On the other side of it too is it's okay to be be humble and to ask and it is and, and the other <laughs> well if, to ask if you haven't shot anything and if you haven't haven't you know been fake, as successful fake it or you make it, Bill. That's just rope yeah. the woods with a gun, <laughs> right? Yeah, I've seen enough of that on on Facebook and, and people who want to be sportsmen and hunters. That <laughs> that's uh, you a know, whole other conversation. Which, which I was just going to say some is people I have said yeah, yeah some Facebook <laughs> but, pages I've been banned from because I'm like <laughs> you 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 say you're a hunter you present yourself as a hunter and you're showing people how to shoot. I've seen your stance i want to see the targets you've hit i like just take it go find me a busted clay because i don't think that you've actually seen one break and i need to see pics of animals you shot because i don't think that's true <laughs> but yeah, that's I, digress. I digress yeah that's misrepresentation but we're talking about what you classify yourself and consider and don i mean when did you don consider yourself a hunter oh boy back when i was 15 I, and I, what yeah. was that the defining moment for you where you said, uh, as opposed to just being a gun owner, now you're, you're a hunter? Well, yeah, I was out hunting with, my, I could get my license at 15 with a note from my dad, which I did. And we're out hunting, walking along this creek and uh, brush hunting rabbits. 
and boom, boom, on the other side of the brush. And here's another buddy from high school, and uh, he's got two ducks laying on the water. And I thought, oh, I got to do this. And I started hunting ducks. And uh, from the time I brought home my first duck, I was a hunter. Did you consider yourself a hunter after you shot the duck or before you shot the duck? If somebody asked you before you harvested an animal, are you a hunter? What would you have said? I would have said, yeah, because I was in it, man. I was going to be a hunter. I was going to bring home some game. I was. And And that's what it takes. Yeah. And that's it. You know, I I, I hunted with a guy up at the hunt camp for many years that had never even seen a deer, let alone shot one. And he considered himself a hunter. And I would agree. I mean, he. You know, we called him Grissom because he had every trick in the trade. It, uh, you it know, ain't every, every killing. <laughs> it's called hunting. Well, and that's it. He, he was sitting out there in the blind. He left always, you know, half an hour before sunset because he was scared of the dark and he had to walk back there. And he always left after, before, you know, uh, after sunrise to get in there because he was scared to walk into a spot in, in the dark <laughs> either side. You know, that, that sort of stuff. And you, you couldn't tell him any different, but he took his week off work and he, enjoyed being up at the camp with the guys and, you know, and, and enjoyed going to, to looking at the, the websites to have his latest toy trick uh, tactic he was going to do. And sure enough, you know, it was six years into his hunting up there. He shot a, a, a little, uh, fawn. <laughs> like it wasn't, like it was last year's fawn, a small, small doe, let's say. And he was happy. <laughs> you know, he was super happy about that, but he oh, considered himself year. a hunter before he shot that deer. Absolutely. My first year, it was about a two-year-old four-point. And, oh, man, I was ecstatic. My first year, I couldn't wait to get that on the table. Yep. But I think that's, I believe that is a big part that people don't realize is you got to have that confidence and you've got to own it. That, yeah, I'm a hunter. I'm a fisherman. I'm a shooter. Because if you don't, that little bit of doubt it does so much damage to your psyche. You go yeah, home early. You're not you're not positive. You're finicky in the tree stand or in the turkey woods. You're moving around because you don't think there's an animal there. You don't think you're good enough to get one close enough. And I think uh, it subconsciously yeah. will break you down. And we give so many tips on here. I think that is a huge, huge thing is you got to be confident. And, you know, it's yeah. funny because Todd never told me about this beforehand. And I've got a friend who lives in London. And he is a golfer, and he's a great golfer. He Every club he joins, he's become the club champion, and he has won a lot of tournaments. I mean, when he hits that ball, and we had this conversation, because he's, I said to Paul, like, you're a golfer. He says, yes, I am. I'm a golfer. I, he golfs every day in the summer, never misses a day, joins two or three clubs. I'm a golfer. And he says, what are you? I said, I'm a trap shooter. I am a trap shooter. And and that's what I'm trying to get perfect at. And so he says to me, do you know when you made a good shot? Yes. He says, do you know when you made a, yes, there's times when I pulled the trigger and if it breaks, I was like, oh man, I got lucky there. (laughs) Someone was looking over my shoulder. That shouldn't have broke. (laughs) Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because those are the hundred straight days when you're like, I knew that 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 99 should have been there, but someone was looking out for me because I moved the gun the wrong way and that target still broke. And I said, to him, well, you're a golfer, and do you know when you, he says, yeah, I, I'm, I golf with this young guy quite a bit. And he says, I've never had a hole-in-one. And then he finally got, he's got a couple of them now. But he said he was out golfing with this guy one day, and uh, they were talking about hitting the ball, and you know if it's a good shot or it isn't, how do you recognize that? And, and Paul lined up the ball, and he made the, and he hit the shot, and he says, 
like that one right there. And the guy says, what do you mean? That was the best shot I could have made on this hole. And when they got up, it was a hole in one. And he knew <laughs> as soon as he made the swing and hit the ball. And he's a golfer. And <laughs> he asked me, I said, yeah, I can tell you when I'm on. I know when those targets are going to be ink balls or when I'm going to get lucky and take a piece or a corner. Or I've had to chase that one a little further and well, I finally caught it. Yeah, I know that 100% because I'm a trap shooter. I recognize that. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting, you know, because it was the same analogy. I don't, I don't consider myself a golfer, but I golf. <laughs> you know, there's, <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 and it's that same comparison as to, to at what point in what you're doing do you define yourself as as somebody that's more than an average dabbler and somebody that's there. And and I think that that's a good topic of conversation where where we've we've made a, made a point. Right? You got to so, be successful. You got to own it. You are a hunter. You are you need an to be angler. successful. You are a shooter. It's a, to be successful, you definitely need confidence. That's for sure. For sure. Yeah. I just think it plays it. And it, because when I'm hunting, I'm absolutely confident that I'm going to get something. I don't have that doubt. I think the first four years of my hunting, I had massive doubt and I didn't shoot a darn thing. My first four years of hunting, I was frustrated out the wazoo and that, that breaks your confidence. But, I had oh, no yeah. confidence because but then he went to the trap field and then he got his confidence and I can remember. And that also carried over into deer hunting. Cause I remember him saying, my gosh, like there was five or six of us hunting and guys were missing. And he says, how are they missing these deer? Put one in front of me. I hadn't even seen one. And Just put one in front of me. It's dead. In front of me and I'll show you how to hit it. And he had that confidence. From then on, he had that confidence. And I was there when he shot his first doe, and I was there when he shot his first buck, and he had that confidence. Just put it in front of me. You know, yeah, you can get that confidence. But I, I do. I think it's underrated. I don't think people realize that that's a huge thing. And and I, I, I do, Bill. I think that for people that go hunting – they want to be successful. Oh, absolutely. You wouldn't do it. You know, I, I do believe there's some people that go up to deer camp just to get away from. Oh yeah. And some people, they'll tell you, Oh, I like to be in nature and, but they still want to harvest something. Right. So so to be a, to be a hunter and to be a fish or to be a trap shooter, you want to win something. to be a shotgun shooter. You want to win something. For me, I need a goal. Right. And that goal for me is not to go out and just, you know, it, it, passively participate i need to actively have something to reach and, and to to go my first goal was to win a a, a trophy i knew that captured. you know it, you knew that i knew that you told me that yeah right, it was one there of those the day you won that, that trophy too and, and proud you know in darts my my goal when i started to to mess around with darts in my garage is to hit a 180 i hit a 180 and I and I kind of yeah, went away from it because I didn't the, have, have another goal. Right? It's too easy. <laughs> it, <laughs> Give me a shotgun. It took, it took me forever. It took me forever to get my first one hundred and eighty. But you know, and that was my goal when I when I went out there every night and I threw until I could get confident enough. Shooting, same deal. I wanted to win a trophy. Now my next thing is. I don't, I don't know. Shoot. <laughs> they hit my first 25. You, you know, I have never done that. I've hit many 24s, 23s, but I've never hit a 25. When the clubs open up and I can do that, then I can work towards a new goal. And if you don't have a goal, then, then you'll never hit anything. You know? That's true, too. Yeah. See, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. Setting yeah, goals. You need to have something to work for. Setting goals. Setting, and that was for rodeo. I, I wanted to be a champion. And I did everything in my power 
that I could do within my control to achieve my goal. And then the year after I was terrible <laughs> because I didn't set any <laughs> See? new goals. And my goal when I went rodeo was I wanted to win a buckle. And when I realized my body couldn't hold up to it and then I want a buckle shooting. So I was like, well, I want a buckle. I don't need to do this anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. Yeah. I think that was the first time I seen you since rodeo was at Cabela's when the we Cabela's were doing the here. clinic. And I had, I was like, look, look, I won my buckle. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but That's yeah, so to tie this whole thing full circle from your cover, which I didn't know you were going to talk about your boat is now I'm about to step into another arena and I've got to be confident because I do want to win or I wouldn't be stepping into this arena. Cause that's my personality. Anyway, I'm not just a, a, a bench sitter kind of person, but I have my kayak. Now there is an Ontario kayak bass trail tournament. Yeah. I wish you'd call it a new canoe. Because when you say kayak, I still think of this dinky little thing with this circle that you sit in. The, you can the, let's call it the battleship. I know, I know it looks like a, a battleship. I know it's it's a kayak, but the brand name is New Canoe. My New Canoe Kayak. And it, it's Frontier more like a 12. fishing boat. It's, yeah. yeah, it's a different animal altogether, and it's impressive. It looks like yeah. it's going to sink is what it looks like. <laughs> Not happening. I'm ready to rock. So there is opening day of bass. Up here, there is a tournament and I want to go in this tournament. Now I've never fished. I mean, aside from like the long point bass opening day of tournament, but you don't really even register for that thing. You just go and go waste some fishing. Right. I want to actually, so there's, there's going to be an intro meeting online. Then they have a captain's meeting the night before on Facebook live and then 6 AM on opening day, you go to this lake and you are now in the tournament. Fishing. I can just picture. I can just picture this. I've been. I've, I've fished in bass fishing tournaments with, with PP, and they, they they fish in bass boats. <laughs> and what they what they have is they call it a blast off. Right at seven. Pick a time. Now all I can picture is these guys, fifty of these kayakers going. You know, five miles an hour Smacking trying to each get other to their, their first spot, and they're jousting and tipping each <laughs> other over, and the trolling motors are what's no, you're not them, allowed get, to have a trolling motor. I just oh, learned yes. this. <laughs> I've got to take the trolling motor off and just oh, use it. Has to be it has to be man powered for these tournaments. Some tournaments, it, it, yes, but these ones are, won't make way in because <laughs> you get all the way out there and be like, uh, I need somebody to tow me in. Yes. <laughs> and that's not allowed either. They call that. Uh, I can't Cheating? even think. Yeah, they, I can't remember what they call it when you um, they they when you tow a boat. But that's illegal as well. You're not allowed to tow a boat. <laughs> so, so your weigh in point is, is here, and you don't you weigh can, in. You, can only, you don't weigh in. You 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 in? get a so you get a card. The day that like you have to print it for that tournament and you have to have now you have uh, an approved board that you measure that they don't go by weight. They go by length of fish. So you measure the fish on this board and you have to put the fish on the board and take its picture with your card on the back of your hand, holding the fish down on the board so that it shows your participant for this tournament. You've registered and there's your fish and then you, you have to text it in or Upload it to a website or something like that. I'll find out soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can I can tell you what I'm not going to be doing for opening day at bass fishing, and it is in a canoe uh, fishing <laughs> in a tournament. That that that's for sure. Kayak. 
And it's email, and I thought you should borrow one and join me. Yeah, yeah, that, that because, sounds like a so great time. I am going to be like you, anxiety. I'm going to be out of my element. You not back in a boat in, in six years. And, but I can't test it because now I have to, I'm probably going to have to go the night before because it's all the way up in Peterborough. So it's like three hours away. I'm going to have to stay somewhere because at 6 a.m. is the the start time of the of the tournament. So I'm going to have to stay at a campground or something like that. And then I'm going to go be there with all these guys jousting with our, our batons or paddles or oars, whatever you want to call them, while we, we blast off and fish this tournament. And so, and I got a question for you. Uh huh. Are you a bass bass? Yes, I am. Fisherman. Yes, I am. Because yeah. <laughs> if I want to win, that's what I have to go with. Fake it till you freaking make it. And I'm going to be. I know there's going to be guys probably out there pre-fishing because you're allowed to pre-fish till 6 p.m. the day uh, the day before. In their kayaks. <laughs> In their new canoe. Now you're allowed to kayaks. use a trolling motor for pre-fishing. So. But regardless, I will not get that opportunity. So I'll be, I'll be like, yeah, I know there's bass there. I have to know that there's a bass right there. Or you might as well, why are you even casting? Why are you even at this tournament? Why are you even in a, in a kayak? Why did you even drive three hours? I got to have the ego. I am anxious to hear how this goes for you. Yeah, my anxiety is more the logistics of trying to figure out where the heck to sleep the night before. I was thinking in my truck on the side of the road. People were like, that's a truck. high traffic area. Don't do it. <laughs> well, it's just sleeping in your kayak. Well, you know, you don't have that. Oh, I thought about it. So, but my daughter has a, a hammock she got for Easter. And if I could find a campsite with two trees, I would be rocking, but I can't even guarantee you get a campsite with two trees, the right width apart. So I could, cause it, it is, it's one of them um, hammocks that it actually has a fly cover over it. It's got like a rain mm. tarp that you put over it. So I borrow that and away I go. Well, I, I see this new as a new adventure for you and, and I'll let my anxiety play itself out the way I will. And, and I, there was no way I could do that because I would have to have everything all figured out prior to and, well, there's and, a meeting the, on Sunday night on Facebook well, coming up for new new anglers. Yeah, to to learn. Huh. So yeah, you should you should come on that with me. Well, yeah, just so I can speak about all, it was just so I can make notes for you so ask, you can ask somebody to borrow their kayak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you guys decide this is a terrible idea, can I borrow your kayak? <laughs> I'm sure these guys got more than one. Yeah, no doubt. It's like trap shooters got more. Like he got more than one shotgun. Yeah, right. It's the same thing. Anyways, okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, I hope I hope that topic helped. I I honestly believe that an ego is a big, big, big part of it. I have to believe that because I have a big one. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, whatever you got there rubs off to the rest of us. So we're guilty by association when it comes to that. (laughs) That or your brother rubbed off on you. I don't know which one it was this year, but. It's all good. Uh, but anyway, yeah, good talking to you, Bill. As yeah, always. You too, you too. Awesome. Mm. Take care, Bill. All right, Jim. Have a good night. Yeah, you as well. And that'll do it for this week, folks, for the Redneck Country Podcast. I'm Bill, the Almost Guy Tom. And I'm Todd. And thanks for listening. And folks, if you want to be part of the podcast or you want to give us some feedback or really contact us about anything, feel free to email us at podcast at theredneckcountry.com. Again, that's podcast at theredneckcountry.com. Thanks for listening. Talk to you again next week. <laughs>